With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, this is Emil Heskey and you're listening to the guys of Coppin Practice. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Coffee and Fracas Powered by Suchlight Media Group. I am your host Chris uh, and this week I am joined by uh, Glam. Glam, didn't think I was going to say his name first yet again but you know, I keep <laughs> oh, promises God. where they do. <laughs> yes, yes, what's going on? As you can see Glam is uh, modelling the new Liverpool away shirt uh, uh, you know, as, as only Glam cam if you're watching it on the video, the Glam cam. Uh, how are you finding the shirt brother? Bro, shirt's tight, bro. I can't lie, bro. But you know, it's it's, it's good. Like, I will rock it to the gym. I can't lie. I was just speaking to you guys off here. You're telling me that like, it's a Nike fit because this is actually an XL. Do you know what I mean? I was going for like a more comfortable look, but it is what it is, man. It's shot. No, shot, no. Shot, I got um, I I got the same one a few weeks ago. I got it in an XL as well. The nice thing about it, it makes your arms feel, you know, like oh yeah, you know, you can see that the gym work's been coming out, but everything else. <laughs> Everything else, I'm just there, like, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, good to know that you're doing well. I've also got Julian. Julian, how are you doing, sir? I'm good, man. You know, um, my t shirt's not as tight, even though it's a Liverpool top, New Balance, the, one of the old ones. If I was wearing a, if I was wearing a Liverpool top, I wouldn't be breathing right now. Like, I've literally worn 
sorry, I, I, I didn't know this was going to turn into a night conversation, but here it is. Um, but yeah, yeah the, was... fashion end <laughs> fracas, you know what I mean? Yeah, fashion end fracas. But I didn't, I didn't, I haven't literally wore my Liverpool top. I wore it once, put on weight over lockdown, and never wore it again. Um, so my kids will have a very nice top when they're older, a nice retro Liverpool <laughs> top because yeah. It's a bit... I was about to say, he said, kids. I'm like, bro, when did you drop some babies, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not there yet. We're not there. But, you know, right, we'll have bro, no yeah, retro Liverpool top when they have that. But I'm good, man. I'm good. Sun is shining. The weather is sweet. You know, everything is fine, man. That's what we like to hear. And, um, you know, I'm joined by two members of the NWO who seem to have won the, the old civil war oh, that's been going on. Victory lap. Come on! <laughs> I, need my, I need my world title. I need Come I need on, my, my world title. Yeah, you guys, you guys, need to, you guys got to fill me in on what's going on, man. I don't know. I've seen yeah, people brother, left the groups. Glam, all I'm gonna I've, say, I've, I've yeah. seen people come out. Next time I see you guys, next time I see you guys in person, all we're gonna say is glam. There's certain guys that couldn't handle the pressure. Of what this um their board their beloved board had to bring them and okay, they had to vacate okay. the premises because their heads were getting hot. <laughs> and yeah, so, man, what? Yeah. so you got the NWO, yeah? Oh, of course. Come so, on, so, so, so no one's repping the other lot, no? Not here. No, not here. Not here. Oh, they're, they're too man. scared, bro. We called them out. We told wow. them come on the pod. I was like, I was like, brothers, come, let's do let's do a joint pod together. Yeah, let's yeah. air out our differences, let's let the listeners decide. Yeah, you know, let's let the listeners listen to what we've been discussing in the chat, and they yeah. just don't want to show up, man. Oh wow! And one of them's not about no more. He's not They're about. Not around. Around. He's not around no more. He's not around no more. He's not. And who do you think that's because of? Well, actually, it's because of. Ju- it's actually because of Julian. That's a funny thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing is, yeah. Sorry to go into this, but this morning, yeah, I was actually minding my business. I had work to do. Bro, you know. they called you out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, bruv, what, what, what do you want from me? Like, I'm working. Had my porridge. And I thought, now nah, fuck this. Let's 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 actually go into this. Let's let's talk. And here we are, the company men, one man down. It it's was crazy. very much like that. It was very much like that Nene leaks video where she's just sitting there like, now why am I in it? Now, yeah, exactly. W's is what it is, man. Is what it is. Speaking of fashion and fracas, we've got the perfect person to talk about that with us. Uh, sported a lovely new haircut. If you watch on the video, we've got Fahi. How are you yes. doing today, sir? I'm good, man. Oh, actually, no, I'm not good. I'm actually quite pissed off. I've had a fucking horrific day. I've got a, a puncture in my tire. Um, oh, no. Yeah, bruv. I was driving, you know, I was going to gym. I was like, you know, uh, let, let, let me drive nice. And I just hear, I'm like, what's this? What's going on? It sounds like there's a carrier bag in my exhaust. So I come outside, I look, and I see some fat nail on my left rear tire. So obviously, I need to repair that. So whilst I'm talking about Liverpool and all the great things going on, I'm going to be pissed off thinking about that tire I need to sort out tomorrow, man. I'll, um, I had to get one changed a few a few months ago. I think I went on like, uh, I'll, we'll, we'll talk about it offline. Uh, this isn't, you know, uh, pit stop. Um, but if you do want to do a good Pirelli action, uh, head over and listen to the pit stop boys. Um, of course, as always, um, you know, if you do want a little bit more cop and fracas content you if you want to hear what's been going on between the company men and the nwo then please head over to the patreon page and membership start do start from just three pound per month uh the link is below 
uh, on the video and it is in the podcast description but uh, i will also always say as i do because i've been conditioned like the winter soldier uh, it's www.patreon.com forward slash copper fracas and subscribe today also a massive shout out to everyone who came out on sunday for the copper and fracas live show uh, it was a good time had by all i think you all saw the pictures and videos of lewis looking very despondent um and the one that was dubbed over where he just said <laughs> we, we, we don't have the capacity that was um that actually made my weekend because good, good, i don't know who did that but that kudos was brilliant to you, sir. that was brilliant that <laughs> was brilliant man you could just see the the look of just all hope <laughs> drained from his face <laughs> and then someone and then someone just memed it but um of course far you you were you were present as ever um yeah. With your with the Arsenal, I'm surprised you didn't take a cardboard cutout of the Arsenal lost meme um, yeah. and have it there just on, on on deck in case. But um, how how was it at the weekend? How were the vibes, bro? Like it 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 was clear as day that Arsenal were going to lose. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? No matter what, I'm going to make sure I am at this event. I want to see tears. I want to see tears and I want to laugh. And I was laughing within the first 15 minutes. It was beautiful. It was lovely catching up with all of our listeners. Um, great vibes, you know. We had loads of um jokes and everything, laughed at Arsenal, laughed at Chelsea. Somehow, the Chelsea podcast members came away getting dunked on, which is a I bit believe that. when I heard that back. I wasn't at the show, but when I heard that back, I, I genuinely couldn't believe that Chelsea won the game because the way they got panned on the main on the main stage yeah, was absolutely crazy, bro. It was yeah. a bit mad, but you know, everyone was on top four. Mush was there, Harold was there, Marco was there, Ellis, Elliot, yo. Ellis was on another vibe. Ellis must topic. have must have like taken an entire container of pre-workout because he Bam. was up for it. Bam, he no, but that's what you heard on the live show. In the during the games, the way he was heckling Touchy Gunas, Arsenal. I've never seen Ellis that funny <laughs> in my life. He, it was unbelievable. I was crying with laughter. Like he was so on point. Pause. But yeah, it was a great day. Um, I'm sure there's another event coming soon. And um, yeah, just, just make sure you're there next time, guys. 100%, man. Uh, of course, you know, you got a free drink on entry. Uh, there was food provided. And of course, as you actually just heard, there was pamins galore. Um, so yeah, uh, when we do have the next event, please do come down um, and, and, and get in on the action. Um, but... The, the good thing about the the show that made uh, all the guys attended and listening back enjoy it more was the fact that Liverpool had a lovely half 12 lunchtime win against Burnley at Anfield. Um, I just want to talk about, first of all, I just want to talk about the, the composed nature of the performance. And, uh, and Fahi, I'll start off with you for this. Um, games of this kind of magnitude is probably the wrong word but it's the only word I can think of at the moment of, these, of this stature where we're playing you know, lower bottom of the half opposition weirdly enough at Anfield and of course sometimes away from home too where we were dropping all these key points did that performance at the weekend kind of give you a bit more confidence knowing that we can perform and deliver most importantly against these teams uh, to recoup all the points that we dropped last season in this campaign um, yeah, I would say it just reminded me of the Liverpool from uh, the 2019 to the 2020 era. 
so you don't even call that an era, do you? you call that a good 18 months. So uh, that, that, <laughs> that home form, it reminded me of LFC from them, man. Um, comfortable. Obviously, Burnley had their chance and everything. It's still early in the season. Our centre-backs are still recovering. Um, but in general, I really like the way we dominated that game. We obviously held, we held the majority of the possession. We created loads of chances. I, I don't think anyone underperformed. Um, it was a nice, solid performance from all. I think there were a few standouts. But yeah, it just reminded me of the Liverpool from old. And it, it was just great vibes hearing all the crowd back at Anfield. And even for a lunchtime kickoff on a Saturday, it was nice and loud. Because it's been so long, people haven't been there. Uh, yeah. Usually, you know, Saturday lunchtime kickoff, they're a bit muted. Everyone's waking up from from their Friday night session, getting there and, you know, sleep in their eye and all that shit. But I think everyone was bang on it for this game because it's been so long. And yeah, the vibes are great. 100%. And Glamour, I'll come to you, kind of the same question, really. Um, it, it, it felt like a, a homecoming of sorts for, for, for Liverpool. I mean, it's been so long since there was a crowd in the stadium. Uh, again, I kind of pose the same question, and uh, again with with the crowd in attendance, do you see that changing the tides and fortunes of this team this season as well? Hundred percent, man. I, I was I was one of the advocates that was saying, you know, what I mean, uh, one of the first main pods in uh, during the COVID hit that fans in, and I, a few of you kind of laughed at me, and I, I maybe I didn't explain it or give or elaborate on it on why, but it just makes a massive difference, man. And you know, um, I've, obviously, I've been Anfield. I haven't experienced the um, the Champions League rush, but as I said, my brother, Arsenal fan, shouts out to him. Um, he obviously experienced it, and he was just like, "There's not, there's nothing like it." And you know, I just think at home, I knew for one last season where Burnley um, tipped us off, and obviously we got those silly draws and everything. It's not happening when the crowd is there; they just won't allow it. Like even if we're on an off day. The crowd are just not allowed, and it's a massive difference to us. Like, and um, yeah, and it showed. It showed, man. We're not. We didn't get out of um, third gear. You know, the, um, I know Burnley started quite well, um, but was never in. Was never in doubt in terms of the control of the game. So yeah, I'm happy the fans are back. No, I completely agree. Um, I'm thankful that I've got some people. I know some people who obviously went to the game and said the vibes are absolutely yeah. fantastic. Um, well, one of my uh, one of my close friends actually took his son for the first time as well. Um, oh, so wicked, you know, that's one of those like nice occasions, especially when it, when, it, when it's a win too. Mm. Um, it's like one of those things where you just kind of remember your first game. You know the kind of the atmosphere and the special t- specialty around it. So that was nice to see. And uh, I think it's more most, most personified more than anything when uh, when Ashley Barnes scored that disallowed goal. Gave wow. the money. I kind of respect it though, you know what I mean? Like, it, no, it's it, yeah. shit because you see what he's done. He's done, he's done his little <laughs> flipping little sign, and then when he realizes he's offside, he's like, fuck off. <laughs> well, bruv, you're offside, isn't it? Like, get out of here, man, you idiot. He's ready to... The cop let him have it as well. It was a funny Good, thing bro. to see. And he's like, you know, he's like, he's balding head, just turn around, just patchy. Good. Um, Good. <laughs> but no, it's a, it's it's good to see the fans back in the ground more than anything. Um, Julian, I'll come to you. Um, we kind of talked about this a little bit on the uh, on the post match pod uh, at the weekend. Again, post match pod is Patreon exclusive, so if you do want to hear uh, more of that content going forward, head over to the Patreon page today. Um, the team for the game will be quite pleasantly surprised by the midfield selection. Obviously, now we know that uh, Alex Oxlade Chamberlain is now a father. Congratulations to him. Um, on that, even though he didn't really do a lot, I'm pretty sure it was yeah, his. Uh, up, this is he did, up, he did a lot of work. Up, 
I'm sure being in the the labor room when that happens is 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 black playing the full ninety minutes. I'm sure Glam can attest to that. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. You've done a lot, man. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? <laughs> oh, I have to do the rock eyebrow. I have to do the rock eyebrow there. <laughs> well, yeah, man. It's it's it, it was um yeah. What was the question? <laughs> To get it off key, that um, Glam Glam got very serious there. If you watch on the video, you can see the serious look on his face. It was quite, um, yeah, uh, big one. Um, yeah, the the, the team selection for the game obviously, we don't know, obviously, uh, what Ox wasn't wasn't available. Um, of course, Fabinho on compassionate leave there too. Um, and the, the surprise selection of Harvey Elliott starting. Uh, kind of his first Premier League appearance, uh, full start on the right hand side, that midfield three. Um, what a performance it was from him, first and foremost. Let's just kind of get this kind of talk out of the way so we can, uh, we can talk about him. How well do you think he did? Um, considering, oh, uh, man, I've been it feels like I've been on the, I've been featuring on patrons and the pod quite frequently, and I've been speaking about him literally every single time I come on. Um, compared to Compared to last season, it feels like a crazy, crazy, crazy surgence of a of a of a young talent. Um, he was brilliant, man. Like what I've said this many, many times, but what I love about young players when they first come into the team is that when they look like they want it, not just being there and being comfortable and you know doing the passing it side to side, playing it safe, which is which is what which is fair as a young player, especially as young as he is um, doing when they come into a side like Liverpool. But he actually looks like he gets the ball, um, takes responsibility with the ball and finds the players that he wants to find. And even looking at how Salah and um, a couple of other forwards are linking up with him, always trying to look for him, trusting him with the ball, it just goes to show that he's a he's a brilliant, brilliant prospect that the best of the best in the world are looking at and are performing with. And yeah, man, he was he was absolutely brilliant. And for your first appearance at home, it helps that the crowd were there to like, um, you know, when he was getting knocked about by a couple of the Burnley players to kind of give, to kind of um, rise him up. Um, give them a bit of stick as well, um, but yeah, I thought he was brilliant. If if Shimakas personally wasn't man of the match, I felt like he could have been um, easily because he was yeah fearless, absolutely fearless. I love it. Fahi, I'll come to you. Uh, we'll talk about the uh, departure of a, of a Liverpool player later on, but for the role that that player is theoretically meant to do, um, Harvey Elliott showed at such a young age the maturity and the desire to kind of deliver that role and give a little bit more. Yeah, bro. Yeah, definitely. I think um, he, he played... What I like when um, players come through um, into the first team for the first time, and it just reminded me of Sterling as well. You know, when Sterling first started, I think it was against City at Anfield, how fearless yep. he played. Um, Elliot had the exact same vibes, man. He, 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 he wasn't scared. He wanted to get on the ball. He was fighting and battling for every single duel. Like he, he was there every time the ball was in the air, even though he's so small, he was still going for it. And he was actually winning headers, which was mad. Um, obviously, on, in the final third, not every pass worked out well. But the fact that he was trying to create, trying to come up with innovative ideas, it wasn't the simple just pass the Salah and go. He was trying to think of doing something different. Like yeah. I like that. He doesn't need to be the same old midfield three like everyone else. And he wanted to do something a bit different. And yeah, in, just in general, I think he cemented himself in that game. I think 
Burnley tried to, you know, nibble at his ankles and all that stuff, but he he, he was he was adamant that he'd get out from it. And yeah, he just he did really, really well. Um it was interesting seeing him in, in, in a right centre mid role because um, you know, it's it's been teased quite a bit. So actually seeing him perform at Anfield um, in a Premier League game in that in that position was was good to see, man. It's one thing that we discussed in terms of where he's long-term position in a Liverpool team yeah. more than anything, uh, would be. I think he played a lot of these games for Blackburn kind of within their forward yeah. line. But you saw the, the tenacity uh, that he had, the desire to, you know, to win the ball back. And I think most, what was most impressive with him as well, like you said, his pressing and his desire to press to try and win back the ball um, and keep them pinned back was just absolutely sensational. And, you know, um, to kind of grasp the concept of, Playing in a, little, in a clock midfield more than anything at such a young age is 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 really special. Glam, I'll come to you. It's kind of same question. Um, that and it's a bit of a, more of a wider question on that right hand side of the Liverpool um, Liverpool Liverpool team uh, on Saturday. So you saw Elliot kind of playing in a wide midfield role, um, mm-hmm. and Trent was actually playing more central midfield, and Salah yeah. has been able to kind of drift in and draft out. D- how key do you think that's going to be for the re- for the remainder of the season? Because the the ability of Elliot to kind of draft out and enable Trent to play more central midfield, which is something that people have been calling for for a while, and have a bit more influence in the game. How key do you think that's going to be in certain uh, situations this season? Um, I'll say it's going to be um, a, a, a good option in terms of because um, I don't expect Harvey to play that many games. Um, I think Klopp will pick and choose what certain games to bring him in and integrate him in. Um, but obviously, second, what obviously what Fai and yourself said, um, he, he was fearless in the game. And I think for Mane's goal, obviously um, Trent was like more or less like a centre mid, like a ten. And I was pretty much thinking, well, what's he doing there? Obviously, he laid off the assist. But I think Harvey understands the role. I think he understands what his um, job is to do. Um, you know, he's what 17, 17, 18, he's got the legs, you know, and he's been he's bombing up and down. I, I'm quite surprised how um mature in his game he is, if I'm honest. I remember when he first came and he um before he went on his loan, yeah. um, you know, he's a bit he, he was he was just you know, hair there, just trying to impress and get the ball here. They didn't have the really the coordination, he looks fairly lightweight, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and um, you know that that loan move to Blackburn is done in the world of good. And I'm the fact that he stayed. I understand why now he stayed. I was the one that questioned and thought he's going out alone. He should go on loan. Yeah. But, um, after that performance, I can't understand why he's in around the squad. He might as well keep him around because um, yeah, he can he can add, he can be a dimension for us. One hundred percent. And there's obviously there's very supportive. Um, I think he was allowed. Well, he was allowed to have six weeks off for pre-season, but I think he only took two. Mm. So the other, he took yeah. the, a full month to kind of work on his fitness and work on yeah. work on his game and, you know, that maturity and that discipline. I think more importantly, that desire to make it a Liverpool because you see how important that is to him. Um, yeah, It's absolutely fantastic. And just one more thing to add. I missed the, 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 the cutting, the drop of the shoulder and the crossbar. I, I totally missed that. I saw it in the clips um, after. And I, I, I'm, I, I don't know why part of that happened in the game. Did he actually show it? Did you guys see that? When he cut in and hit the ball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. I, I wanted that. That, that was quality. Yeah, he's a player, man. That he's was sensational, player. man. 
Jeez, like, I'm surprised no one are talking about it. I mean, if you play for City, probably heard it all over Sky Sports News and whatnot. Do you know what I mean? But, you know, no, that was, that was amazing. Amazing bit of skill. No, he was um, he, he was absolutely fa- fantastic in that game, and it's one of those ones where you can see the development of a, of a and you know you can see the bones of a player there that you know could can hopefully contribute to Liverpool um, as as time as time goes on. Um, want to talk about you know a little bit more more about the game in more detail as we go along, but uh, I want to kind of shift the conversation towards one player and one player in particular. So it's another it's another game uh, up front and another goal for uh, Liverpool's new number nine, uh, Diogo Jota. Uh, Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Love it. Um, Fahey, I'll come back to you on this. Um, he's playing more like a traditional number nine. So we, we, we've seen him in this role now for two games. Um, did you think this will be his position for the, for the long term now going forward? Or do you think there'll still be uh, op- kind of ways for him to operate on the on the left-hand side of a, of a front three? I think there's going to be ways for him to operate from all three positions of the front three. He was signed because he is adaptable. Um, we've seen that he's he's pretty good on the left. Um, he's good on, he's good centrally, and I'm not sure of him on the right. But yeah, left and central, he's he's pretty decent. So I don't think he's exactly cemented his position as only as a central forward. He, he's still going to play on the left every so often, um, depending on you know when Mane needs a break because there's no one else to really cover Mane on the left hand side. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it was a good performance. I know you've not asked me the question of what I thought of his performance, but I may as well just tell you anyway. I thought, no, I thought, it, was it. Good, <laughs> I thought it was a good performance. Um, as a number nine, your number one job, like Julian said yesterday, is to score goals, and he scored. So, you know, uh, two starts, two goals. What more do you want from your centre forward? Let's go um, in a little bit more detail there. He's got, yeah, so so far, this season so far, uh, five shots on goal, three of them are shots on target, and he scored with two of the shots shot on target. So, you know. Bro, his um, I think I saw a stat. I don't know who shared it. Um, it was I think it maybe it was Dan Kennett. Um, he shared a stat regarding uh, Jota's shot to goal ratio compared to Salah, and it's right up there. And obviously Salah's quite clinical. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Jota's just below Salah. So if Jota continues on the path that he's he's been showing for the past year, then yeah, man, he he's he's going to do really really well. Glam, I'll come back to you. I'll come back to you on this as well. Um, when you look at Jota, are you happy with him play, kind of playing up front? Because I think it actually allows um, a little bit of attention now that you see how clinical clinical he can be. And it's weird that he's more clinical, kind of with, and he's clinical in these areas. We need to be clinical in the eighteen yard box. He's you know very much there. He can head the ball. He can shoot. I think it actually draws a lot of attention away from. Uh, the other two in a weird way because there's that pressure yeah. you have to kind of guard from from the box now. How happy are you uh, going forward that he'll be kind of starting games, starting a lot more games, kind of up front playing up front, playing as the nine? Yeah, no, I'm 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 very happy. Obviously, I, I did want him to start. I think it was um, a close call between him and Bobby because um, Bobby was brilliant in preseason. Um, he's coming last week and he scored a goal. But you know, Jota Jota's doing his job, he scores his goals. Um, the performance ain't flamboyant, sort of, 
you know, exciting. And obviously, yeah, he's um he, he's thrilling us, but he's getting the goals. I'm happy for him to continue getting the goals. Um and also the thing is as well, he's not he's playing central, but he's not a he's not a central player. He he can come out wide, he can interchange. Um Mark Salah can drift through the middle if need be. I just love the interchange. What I will say is in games that um we're not at home, for instance, if we go to the Etihad or um Old Trafford, I wouldn't be surprised if then um Bobby Firmino starts because obviously then I think we'll be pressing a lot more than we'll be pressing at home. But listen, man, it's 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 it's, it's good options. Um and he's he's scoring goals. I think he, he should get if he if he's fit, he should get fifteen to twenty goals. I I can't see why not. He can't do that. No, I think that's I think that's a really good shout. I mean, if he can get fifteen goals, um obviously you expect Salah to kind of push for um, you know, twenty five, that range again. Mane, I think it's a bit of a mixed bag what you can get there. And I think Firmino in a bit more of a reduced role, rotating in, if he can get you ten in a reduced role. It's you know, <laughs> I yeah. saw, saw Julian's face there. Um, <laughs> it, 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 it does what it needs to do. Uh, Julian, I'm going to come back to you next on this as well. Um, I think it's really interesting that you know, from a lot what we saw from Jota last season, whilst he was playing on the left, he was quite involved uh, in the build up. But you see, he's kind of developed a bit of a knack for not being that heavily involved. Uh, but he is getting his goal regardless, and that is what you want. I mean, there's, if there's one thing that you always say from from a number nine is you want a shooter, uh, yeah. you want a guy that's going to deliver. How happy are you more than anyone that we're kind of seeing his gradual evolution to this kind of footballer? Oh, I respect it, man. Like, listen, I'm a nasty guy when it comes to when it comes to strikers, bruv. I don't care about <laughs> the guy that links up, that's passing back to the number ten or to the wing, so he can make a run inside and then get a goal. Listen, my number nine, when you shoot, I want you to score. And that's why, like, and I rate Joe because listen, I, I can see it's evident where Klopp is probably screaming at him from the touchline. Ah, oh, Joe, you need to do this, but he's like, listen, Klopp, I got my goal in it. Like, you need to talk to them, man, about pressing and all that because man's not here for this. I'm here to shoot and score. And one thing I also like about Klopp is that he will always reward our. Uh, it will always reward, um, I believe, um, good form. So I feel like if Joe keeps scoring, it's kind of undeniable in the sense where Klopp is going to be like, I. You're, you've been scored. You scored last game. You're, you scored over the last two or three. I'm gonna stick Bobby in now because of whatever. Because Jota's to me like that. That kind of you can't buy goals. Like we. This is why we kind of had grumbles over the last year when it comes to like selling Salah and saying we want to buy this player. We want to buy this player to replace him if he if he gets sold. Is that goals can never be replaced. And with Mane kind of dropping off the boil a bit. Um, I definitely feel like Jota's stamping his place in the front three with these goals. Um, it will be a bit techy if, um, if you know, there are games where he absolutely doesn't link up and doesn't score and doesn't provide the tangi- the, the intangibles that um, Firmino does provide to the team. But listen, as I said before, goals are goals. Goals are the biggest currency in football. And as long as you're net in, especially when you're playing in the striker's role, I don't think anyone can have many complaints. And if you do, then you're probably just nitpicking. No, well, well, I completely agree. Um, and it's the one thing we have been crying, crying out for for a while. So, you know, 
the whole purpose of the midfield function is to kind of press and you know ignite it from there and i think it's one thing that we are seeing from from the guys as well so let's let's kind of move on and talk about jota's goal as well it's a brilliantly taken header uh, kind of one of the things i said earlier on that he's you know deceptively good in the air it's it's really weird because he's not the tallest of players but he always seems to win the ball um Fahi, i'll come back to you one of the players we've seen kind of really show a very good when i say show a very good account of himself show why he was brought in to be to be backup is costa shimakas over these kind of past past two games um the ball he puts in is very robo-esque for jota to kind of put that in the back of the net how impressed have you been with shimakas as well and his ability to kind of create these chances um that we expect from our fullbacks yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like I said a couple of weeks ago, um, I'm not surprised by Shimikas going forward. Um, every time I've actually seen him play and every clip I've seen of him, he's been very good going forward. My only question has always been about him defensively. And um, I think last week you saw that at the end. Um, but yet on Saturday, he was fantastic, um, solid. Um, going forward, he was brilliant. He linked up play very well with Naby. Him and Naby had a great understanding. Um, yeah. Times Naby knew when to find him and he knew when to overlap. So that was good. And also he had a good understanding with Mane as well. Um, for the goal itself, again, Naby carries the ball, waits for um, Shimikas to come near him, pegs it back to him and Shimikas does the job. Brilliant cross. Again, Robbo-esque. Um, yeah, it was it was very, very good performance. Um, can't complain. He's done what he had to do. When, when your fullbacks are injured and you need a replacement to come in, they need to be solid and they need to do their job. He's kept two clean sheets. He's assisted. And yeah, in, in general, I think our fan base now will be a lot more at ease if there ever is a time where Robbo needs a break because Shimakas has proven he can do a job. I wish you got Jamal Lewis, though. Oh, that is that NWO. Okay, I must be NWO beef. It's been, it's been the source of it's been the source of entertainment for the past forty eight hours. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm I'm for, I'm for one. I'm quite interested to see if Shimakas could possibly do a job at right back as well because. We, well, one of the things that we did see from, from this game, and we're going to talk about uh, Trent in a bit more detail later on because, fucking hell, he, he had a fantastic game. Um, one of the things we saw was that Trent cut back on his left foot a fair bit in that game. So one of the things yeah. I'm interested to see, if if, if Shimakas could you know, take that exact same skill, place it mm-hmm. up on the right-hand side in in games where we could you know just you know, give Trent a rest, then we all can kind of agree that Neko isn't ready to step up and cover in certain games uh, that aren't League Cup or FA Cup, well, I think I think that's fair. You know what I mean? Um, you know, yeah, you can start games. From- fair. And you know, I love me an inverted fullback. You know, they're so so good. Like Pep says, Pep loves an inverted fullback as well. But yeah, I love <laughs> well, watching we, inverted we, fullbacks we, play. Uh, <laughs> be interesting to see um, how Shimikas plays at right back. Obviously, I'm not. Uh, I'd rather have an actual specialist at right back. Yeah, I agree. But 100%. you know. If if you can't get a right back in, which obviously I highly doubt we're getting a right back in, I'd rather have Shimikas play than um, someone else. Um, big up that person still. Yeah, no, big him up. But I've, I also think it's fair to to say that he might not be good enough to play for the football club. But, agreed, um, agreed, agreed. Yeah. Who's his Riddler? Riddler. Are, are yeah, we talking about good enough to play right back? 
I mean, I mean, who, who who's second in command when it comes to right backs? Oh, not um, Nico. Yeah, your boy Nico. Oh, oh okay. I threw you threw me off. I think he should be gone, man. Really, really should yeah, be gone. Yeah, they were teasing something about an eight million pound bid and all this nonsense. And yeah, yeah, he is still here. So the yeah. thing about Nico, Nico, Nico's Nico's got capabilities. He has, but he, he's um, he's got you speed. Know, he's, yeah, yeah, he's a good no, well. yeah, he's a good footballer, but I just he's not he's just not for us. He's not for us, and that's Julian's what he's disgusted. I'm just looking at his facial expressions. He's just like fuck's sake. All, all I'm all I'm gonna say is every time I've seen that you against someone with a bit of color, it's long. Absolutely, <laughs> like it's not even like it's not even like you can see where you can see where like oh you know if you work on this this will happen. It's one of them ones where it's like just just. Cut your losses now. Like I'm sure he will be a good player. Like uh, I don't even know because I saw him for Wells and my God, um, yeah, man, that you in it. Like, I don't, I can't even do a deep analysis. Like, every time I've seen him, he's just been terrible. But I don't even want to go in on him too much because yeah, man, it's it's a bit harsh. I think he'd be good for like a a lower half Premier League team. So you can see where he'd be good for you know, a, a, a Southampton. You can see where he'd be good for yeah, mm-hmm. a, 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 a Palace. And you can see how he could you know, definitely benefit. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest, yeah. I'll be honest. I don't think he can make it in this league. Um, a championship, maybe. I can't lie, but I don't even see at Southampton or or or, or, or Crystal Palace him doing the, doing the job because he looks quite hopeless. And I don't, that's what I'm going to say because it's a bit harsh. Now, if Jamal Lewis can make it, he definitely can make it, bro. I don't know. I don't agree with that. He could definitely make it in the Premier League. Um, yeah, he's, just, yeah. he's, just, he's just not Liverpool quality. He's just not Liverpool quality. Come on, let's be honest. Obviously, Trent's not the best defensive um, fullback ever, but he what he gives to the team does outweigh his defensive side. Nico would be balanced. There's no point in having him. There's just no point. Let him go and play football somewhere else. That's how I see it. I think I think this is the problem as well because his pathway to get better is blocked by the fact that he can't get minutes because the guy who we're literally about to talk about now is so good and undroppable that he and can't. You know, and, and, and Trent is quite fit as well. Like I've I've only seen him miss oh, like yeah, yeah. a couple of games here and there, but yeah, man, Trent yeah. Trent is brilliant, man. Like if we're gonna go, if we're gonna start speaking about him, Trent is brilliant. Um, I really love. What, what it seems that Klopp is doing in terms of changing the way that he is a creator in the team instead of like getting him down the byline, Salah passing it off and him just whipping it in, which he's amazing at. But I felt like there was times last season where he he, he he got kind of found out and like Klopp was moving a bit stubborn in terms of the way he played, but not stubborn, but you know, he was just doing the trial and testing and it just wasn't working. It, so it, I, it, felt, it felt very robotic. I yeah, think. yeah. It felt at that point... Yeah, like it was getting to you know the pyramid the joint across inshallah. It literally felt like that was our literally our, our only way of getting goals. Um, I, mm. I've I actually I don't know if you guys remember this, but I, I feel like there was the last part of last season where Trent was evolving into this role that he's in that he's into now, like picking the ball up not only just on the right flank but dropping into centre mid and dropping in, into the middle and picking up there and picking up passes. Um, I feel like this is something he's probably worked on throughout the summer. I saw it in the preseason, and these two games, he's looked like, yeah, he's looked like he's creating, he's having more of a free roam in that right, in that right on that right hand side, linking up with the centre mid and letting the centre mid go, go go a bit wide, where it seems to be either Kater or Harvey Elliott so far. Um, Salah kind of dropping into the middle, 
um, and him and him kind of picking up passes here and there because maybe, you know, and that's good because I feel like he's the most technically gifted player in the club for sure. And probably that I've seen since Steven Gerrard at the club. Um, so I definitely feel like we're using him in the right way where he's dropping into the middle instead of just being restricted to the right. So yeah, man, Jugador performance and uh, yeah, love it from Trent. Just love it. I've got, a, I've, got a quick, I've got a quick question for you, Julian, by the way. So talk about, you know, players being the system. Mm. I look at Trent now and the way he's been used in these past two games and how how influential he is. Mm. Would it be fair to say that Trent is the system? Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, because I, I definitely feel like Robertson and so far Shimikas will be used and at the same capacity, the ball usage will definitely be there for them. I don't think we're going to just be relying on Trent because Shimikas and Robertson are very technically gifted still to yeah. try and pick out a cross. So, it, yeah, no, nah, we're 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 we're, we're, a, we're there's so many cogs in the machine that at this point I think it'll be very unfair to say that one player is the system as we did two years ago. No, that's a very good that's a very good uh, good way to put it. Uh, Fahi, I'll come to you next. The ball he plays for Mane, and some of the passing that was on display from Trent at the weekend. It's just was just trying to put it into words for me because I'm a little bit specious from yeah, from no, 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 it, it was it. exquisite, mate. I think exquisite is is a good superlative to go with. Um, yeah, I, th I think Trent played really well, man. I think one thing I want to focus on before I talk about his passing, because we all know how good he is at passing. Has anyone else noticed how how broad he's got now? He he's definitely been doing wide lap pulls. Um, yeah. Hang on, hang on. Did you call that lap pulls or lap pause? Because if, <laughs> you, did, pause. if you did the latter, that was brilliant. No, lap pools, man. Pools, sorry. Come on, it's the Bedfordian accent. He said pool. He did say pool still. Chris is picking on it, man. That's the NWR <laughs> moment, bruv. But yeah, Glam, yeah, I, I'm sure you can appreciate he has definitely got a bit wider. Um, I, Do you know I'm what? I'm, I, 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 I haven't, I haven't, I mean, I haven't really noticed that, obviously, apart from his new hairstyle and his, um, mm. his, his confidence. But yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to... Have a watch. He he, he, yeah, did, he not, looks he looks cool. Yeah, he he's a growing yeah. boy. Even yeah. um, I've, even when I look at pictures from like, for example, when he first got into the side properly around uh, the 20, 2018-2019 season, um, mm. or maybe even before that, compared to even now or even last season, he's he's twenty two and he's going to keep growing. But I mm. definitely feel like he's putting on size every. I feel yeah. like everyone in the Liverpool side. I think it's mandatory just for you to just put on size in general. Because um, even if you look at Harvey Elliott, he looks a lot bigger than he did when he was at Blackburn, um, especially yeah, over the summer. It so it's definitely... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to point that out. But, yeah, in, gen in general, his passing was great, man. Honestly, Trent... I, I would say first half, um, McNeil took it to him. McNeil knows yeah, he was, um, yeah. McNeil yeah. ain't no joke. It's a weird one as well because I always think McNeil is like one player that Trent all, always finds it difficult to go against. Yeah, because he's got yeah, a combination. Knows. Yeah, he know, he knows when he has him one on one, it's a, it's a fifty fifty opportunity, man. Like Trent doesn't feel comfortable around McNeil. So first half, McNeil, there's a couple of times he he caught him off guard, but yeah. second half, um, I think Klopp told Trent to advance a lot more. Um, yeah. To the point, he advanced so much that you know McNeil knew that he couldn't really do much, so he That's had to um, switch flanks. So um, yeah, it, it was a great performance. I was really happy with how Trent played. McNeil is not a Burnley player, man. Like he's, he's not. He's, he's not. not. Nah, he's he's, not he's, he's 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 better. 
He's he's, he's yeah. so much better than Burnley. Um, you can see you could see how he played incredibly well if he went to Spurs. Um, you could see how he, he'd do very well at an Everton, where there's just like a big target man. You can you can whip balls in. Even um, Aston, even Aston Villa. Arsenal. Even Aston Villa man. We're talking about mid-table clubs. We've got to talk about Arsenal. You do really. I was well going to say, well, I was going to say, brother. I mean, you could do a job for Arsenal at the moment, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, glam at centre back would do well. <laughs> you'd be better than pa- you'd be better than Pablo Mari. Fuck it, no. I'm <laughs> sure he wouldn't get bullied by Lukaku if Glam was oh, at centre back. Mari, ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, for for more for more pain, uh, tune into this week's Tutti Gunas uh, for, for for a bit more on that. Um, I am. Yeah, I mean, we we all are. Last week oh, they had a yeah. last week they had a, they had a UN summit. So God knows hey. what's happening this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to talk about uh, Klopp's comments on Burnley essentially making it fucking SummerSlam, which was ironically on the same day. Um, it was very obvious to me, kind of second half, and um, they were absolutely finished by fifty-five minutes. They were all knackered, possibly apart from McNeil. Um, as, as we did talk, as we, as we just discussed, um, and they they resorted to what I can only describe as alehouse football Sunday league tactics, where you just go yeah. in and try and chop everyone who looks better than you. Um, it's very, you know, we've seen all this stuff in the media where Jermaine Genius is, you know, laughing, even though you know there's clear examples of where Burnley, we you know, you're barging people, knocking, blindsiding people, knocking people to the floor. Uh, the one they did on Trent was in the game was a fucking disgrace, by the way. Um, and I just wanted to kind of get how you felt about that because the way it's being perceived by the media is, oh, oh, it's Klopp moaning, it's Klopp trying to get an advantage with mental games. And Glam, I'm going to come to you first on this. What did you make of, the, of this whole kind of circus that's been surrounded this, even though it's very evident what Burnley was trying to do? Yeah, um, the thing, I, I do get um, Klopp's point of view and he, he had the right to vent his frustration at sense, even though, because had we lost the game and him doing that, it would have been like, oh, we're sour grapes. So we've won the game, but he's still talking about it because end of the day, his players are um, his responsibility. You know, we've come back fresh, uh, full fit squad, well, mostly. And if you want to play football, play football in it. But don't don't take the piss and try um go out to intentionally um, obscure players without playing the ball. And that that's just Burnley all over. And I think when they, they knew that they lost the game in terms of fitness, by the second hour, I said they started well. Um, they started bright. They, their intensity, they did want the ball um, and tried to go at Trent on the right-hand side and also um, unsettle Allison. But by the second half, like, they, they, were, they were blowing gas. They were blowing gas. And that sort of um, gameplay that they had, I can't stand it. And I'll be honest with you, I'm glad that he uh, very frustration. I did um, hear Tarkovsky's um, little um, talk sport interview prior to the game. And I'll be honest with you, they 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 felt they was gonna have us. They were talking about he was talking about obviously what the game plan was, um to obviously uh, um to rattle us, um, try um, unsettle us, and obviously they got a decent record, was it? Um I think they they've won or lost they lost in four against us apparently. So I think and, they, they, they they won the game from last season. I think they drew the one yeah, from the season before. That's it. That's it. One win and a draw. So they 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 were confident in going into that. And I just think, um, not going nothing. I just think that if you're going to play football, then play football, man. But Klopp yeah. had every right to say what he said, and I and I and I don't blame him at all. 
100%. I'll um, come to you. Um, they tried the exact same tactic they did when we had Reese Williams and Nat Phillips when we played them at their gaff uh, towards the end of last season. Only difference this year was that we had Joel Matip and Virgil van Dijk um, at centre-back. Um, the long ball tactic and just how imperious those two fellas were in the game how and especially with the challenge that we've got coming next week with Chelsea coming to Anfield and you know Lukaku like we literally just talked about him bullying centre-backs and whatnot how much confidence does it give you especially with those two guys that they can take on these challenges going forward yeah I, I think I was I, like I said um, in the day LFC Day Trippers podcast I was a bit worried about the aerial duels um, that Van Dijk and Matip were going to face against those two built um, bouncers but yeah, they did very well. Uh, Matip uh, performed fantastically. Um, he, he was great in the air. And something I criticise him a lot about is his are his aerial duels. Um, sometimes yep. he does, um, you know, lose out on quite a few. But I think on Saturday it was close to ten wins um, in the air. It was somewhere around eight to ten, from what I remember. So yeah, he performed um, fantastically. Again, I, I know obviously we got Lukaku this Saturday. Um, I don't think you can compare. Lukaku's physical presence to those other two wankers that played last week. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like chalk and cheese, right? You're you're looking at three out of ten um, pricks against an eight out of ten forward, so that there's a big difference. And also, I think Chelsea aren't going to just hoof it in the air to Lukaku. They'd be stupid to do that. Yeah, um, yeah. They, you know how they're going to play. They're going to have Lukaku as a target man. They're going to have two people on the wings who are going to try and exactly. provide. They'll yeah. be driving in crosses. They'll be driving yeah. in crosses. I think yeah. that's the best way to get at us, especially with the way Van Dijk and uh, Matip are struggling to kind of track back and recover. Um, yeah. I think that's probably the best way to go. So, yeah, it, it, it was good to see that, you know, that they were absolutely fine um, in terms of the aerial duels and everything and the physical battle. Um, but, yeah, I think Lukaku is a different uh, challenge. Uh, I do want to quickly touch on the fact that I think Allison has looked so much more reassured and composed in these two games with um, you know the the real centre backs in front of him. Um, I think pretty much up to this point, every shot that's been on target he has saved, um, and he's well we haven't conceded the goal, so it has to be the. Um, but yeah, he's just looked so much more calm. You know when you know we see him coming out to collect stuff, his distribution. The the, the one where he absolutely sold, I think it was uh, Ashley Barnes. Uh, with that little bit of trickery of his feet was absolutely fantastic. And yeah, um, I'm very impressed with what I've seen from Allison so far this season too. Um, before we do kind of um, close the pods, um, new contract for Andy Robertson. What do we all think of that? I can't think of anyone who kind of deserves a more, uh, who has earned an uh, improved contract more than him, in all honesty. Yeah, well deserved. I hope they've doubled what he was earning previously because I think reportedly it was 58 <laughs> So if yeah, he's on 50k have the best left 50. back in the world. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope he's on. I hope he's on 100k minimum plus incentives. Oh yeah, man. He, he needs that because I can't. They're putting him on Tesco wages, bro. For, bro, for, bro. for the best left back in the world, it was Tesco mental. wages. Bro, what I, Tesco's are hiring like that, bro? Oh, <laughs> 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 that, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Hold tight, Robin. Man, he deserves it. But good news. I can't lie. I, you, you know where I stand in it. Standards, um, repl- <laughs> giving players new contracts isn't anything to celebrate. But I'm happy. I'm not going to say I'm not happy that he's committed to Liverpool. It, it's the minimum expectation when you've yeah. got a world class player that's playing every single game. 
and like you know they're clearly happy at the club like them getting a new contract they should be remunerated the such yeah 100 exactly yeah. yeah it shouldn't be something they're like but like oh yes well done to the club oh brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> four or five years oh, it's, it's only, it's, you know it's only i've, I've noticed only our fan base that um, make such a big palaver about someone signing a new contract unless it's like a superstar superstar in another team that they want but yeah man um all this just points to is no transfers so no, I don't know. Well, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Hold on a minute, player. I'm going to get my Teddy Long here. Hold on a minute, player. Um, or you will go, I was going to say you go one-on-one with Mike, but that's already happened today and you've won. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've... Um, uh, I hope he's listening, by the way. Uh, c- I love you, Mike. We're going to buy you a drink on Friday, man. Don't worry, bruv. Like, <laughs> a commiseration drink for you. A nice cocktail when we go wingman's. Don't worry, man. Uh, you can do that thing where you go, no, don't worry about it. I'll pay. It's fine. Yeah, no, I've got that, Mike, man. Like, you've, you've been through enough this week. It's okay, man. Like, just sip this juice. I'll even make it a double as well. See, there we go. <laughs> uh, a, a benevolent um, benevolent opponent there. Um, yeah, uh, on the transfer front, Jean uh, Shakiri has now gone to Lyon for yes! 9.5 million. Good luck. Good luck, mate. I'm just, I, I am so happy we don't have Good these discussions in the cup end I Go promise on. you, I promise yeah. you, every assist and every goal, and it will be there. You guys see oh, Shaq. God. You guys see Shaq. He's pulling out at, at, at Lyon, you know. This is he's the guy that you wanted to... Yeah, oh, he's... Yeah, that goal against Nice. I think, oh, I think, I think overall, Shaq, Shaq's been unlucky. Um, I, 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 I am a fan of his um, ability and, you know, Same. his game style, but, you know, mm-hmm. it didn't work out. No, I mean, good luck to you, but yeah, it had, it had to be done. There's no point in keeping around He's on, he's on a decent amount of wages as well. Um, he weren't going to play, so you might as well have Harvey Elliott um, having his I, um, I game respect time. The fact, I respect the fact that he went early to Klopp and said, can I leave you to kind of play more first-team football? Yeah, that's awesome. Apparently he said it early in the year. Like, he didn't even say that like, early mm. in the summer. He said it earlier in yeah. the year. Like, yeah, I want, I want to go. And I, I, yeah. I, respect, I respect that. I respect that ambition to kind of, you know, fulfil your career and, you know, showcase what you can do as we as we know he's a very talented player but you know uh, I, I, dis- I disagree with the point of him being unlucky guy uh, for, for one thing or one thing only as reported mm. by a good friend of the part Chris Williams uh, this is the same guy who left halfway through the season and got a hair transplant to which he couldn't head the ball or wear yeah but, um, bro, yeah, but come on football ain't there for us to see alive listen he's thinking about it look end of the day, <laughs> he's not he's not he's not a nice looking chap anyway let's be honest so there might be a shop window open for him to get his hair done now. He might as well get it done, like, end of the day. Do you know what I mean? So, he knows his, his career was obviously on the balance anyway. I think if he was playing week in, week out, or he knew he was in clock plans, he wouldn't have done that. He knew he yeah. wasn't favored by a clock. So, why not? Fuck it. Let me go get my hair done. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Um, so, obviously, that opens up a non-homegrown player slot uh, from now to the end of the season. Uh, I don't know why. I can see Fahey, I can see Fahey bobbing and weaving like he's... I'm just dancing, like, man. I'm glad he's gone. I don't know. You like, 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 like you're fighting well, like so Joe Frazier or something. I was, I, was, I, was, I was hoping there wasn't a wasp trying to get you then. Um, <laughs> but, uh, obviously, that opens a non-homegrown player uh, quota so we can sign someone from abroad. The whole talk has been that you know Liverpool can't sign a player and the player they would sign is from abroad. Quick, quick round, Robin. Do you think Liverpool will sign someone from now to the end of the season? No. Yes, and and January maybe not now, not now. They will. They'll find someone. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think they will. You don't, Graham. You don't know. Listen, 
We've been told, listen, we move in silence, man. Yeah, we've we got this. We're on a live podcast right now, so if you've got information, share the shit, innit? Yeah, man, listen, like, man, we heard we heard from the company men officially, um, yeah. from Mike, um, Marco, and Ellis. We move in silence, you won't know until we actually get them. But well, we're not yeah, signing so, a first, we're not signing a first team player. It could be Mbappe, it could be Rafinha. You never get know. Out there. Get out of there, bro. Dan, I'll, you tell you right now, I'll tell you right now, Mbappe's not coming. I'll tell you Dan, right you now. Don't know because well, I, 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 do know. I do don't know. I do know Mbappe is not coming. Kylian Mbappe is not coming. Unless his brother's coming, he's got a younger brother. Ah, is not coming. Maybe. You said Mbappe, we didn't say which one. Come on, man. Everything is pointing towards it. Shaq has left. You know, it's yeah. the last week of the window. We move in silence. We've been working on this all summer, Glenn. You don't listen, understand. You've got to see it. I'm, I'm happy for get a, um, a player, but I'm happy with our squad. I'll be honest with you. I'm happy with the squad. Um, yeah. you know, in a feel-good place. And I was just going back to quickly to the contract side. I'm glad that we nailed down players that are playing because it gives that solidarity, it gives that familiarity, and obviously that's why I'm so confident we're gonna win the league or or finish second minimum. Oh, because yeah. because like you got that foundation, it's, it's the same players, you haven't got a lot of people to integrate, and you add to the squad. That's the good thing about it. So if someone comes, they do. If not, we'll crack on and get on with it. No problem. Bring on Chelsea. We're going to beat them anyway. So, love that. Yeah. In all honesty, Chris, um, yeah, I do think we are going to sign someone. And obviously, it's not going to be Mbappe. Um, if that happens, then fantastic. But yeah, um, I think we'll sign someone. Probably a centre mid. I'm pretty certain we're going to sign a centre mid, man. I'm pretty yeah, certain. I'm, 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 I'm with Fahi. Um, I think we will sign someone. But yeah. the, the level of player that we'll get, I don't know if it's going to, like, turn many heads and get us very excited. Like, we might get excited because we're absolutely starving. And, you know, give us, you, if you give a starving man a cracker, you act like it's a gourmet meal. So that might, yeah, we might get, like, you know, Bundesliga. What, what, door what age bracket we're looking? 20 to 25 or 25 to 29? Probably, yeah. Anything. Probably, yeah. Anything for me, to be honest. Someone that needs a year to get used to the league and all that stuff. So not someone to make... So I, I actually think he might be. I think he might be one of two things. I think it might be someone that we sign who can come in right now, and I think there might be someone who gets signed pre-agreement who will come in next season. Graven Birch, basically, yeah. Yeah, I think we, we could we could have done a little swap deal. Oh, I kind of fit with Leon. You know what I mean? We could have done a little. I say that, Glam, but it, do you not find it weird that Awar is reportedly available for eighteen million? Quid and not one team in Europe has gone in for him. But that's the thing. I, I don't find it weird because I don't think a lot of teams one are ready to take on. There's not a lot of teams that really, really, really need a centre mid right now. If you actually think about it, and also you, you always need a top quality one. Though I get what Chris is saying. Regardless, if you don't need one, if he's top quality. You take him eighty million right now. This current climate, you take him if he's that. But that's the thing. I don't think he's. I don't think he's top quality enough. For us, for for teams to haggle over, but yeah, man, him and Kamavinga look available, so we'll see. Yeah, man. No, completely agree. Um, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. In all fairness, gents, thank you very much uh, uh, for joining me this week, and listeners, watchers, thank you very much for tuning in this week. Um, Come on, boys! Yeah, Romelu, you're gonna see, you're gonna see, man. Ciao. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a we're gonna have a Romelu Lukaku, but that's a conversation for the see, cream. Bro. You're gonna see, you're gonna see, man. <laughs> and for more of this passion, 
um, and integrity and just fantastic analysis, uh, please subscribe to the Copper Fracas Patreon page that is www.patreon.com forward slash Copper Fracas, where you can find the weekend preview, you can find the NWO show, the, the, the company men show. Um, you can find so much fantastic content that we've got, and uh, we've got so much more coming up as well. Um, but we will see you next week, hopefully, with another three points in the bag and uh, the carpet in someone's pocket. But until then, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you soon. Network.